The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University podcast, episode 220. 220. And the topic for tonight, Alan, are you ready? Yeah. Was it was it? <laughs> ready ready. rumble? Actually, there's trademark on that. I don't even know if I'm is allowed there? to say that. Yeah. You can say rumble. We'll have or to are go you, back and re-record Are you it. ready to X? Yeah. Um, you can say the word rumble, but it just I can't be so. said like that. Okay. I think that's and maybe that in- We're inflection? We're not going to do that anyway. The yeah, the inflection and use it as an intro to some event. Got it. That guy gets paid. So yes, we can't he does. Do he gets paid a lot, a lot of, money. of money. Amazing. I need some of that. <laughs> uh, how to get your child to focus and concentrate. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Because sure. many children have problems. Many adults have yeah. problems. And a lot of this stuff actually can apply to adults as well. But this is like how to help your kid do sure. these things um, as your kids. Well, I should say disclaimer. If you're trying to do this with a three year old, just give up. <laughs> yeah, this is not like, you know, look at me, focus, yeah, you know, like whatever. Right. This is, you know, maybe elementary ish later in elementary school age ish. Okay. You know, I mean, so like six years old and, and above. on. Yeah. Okay. A little, even older, you know, and above. whatever. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it because okay. it is kind of age dependent and there's some things that, you know, um, it, it's very difficult with younger kids, Sure, you know, and certainly there are, you know, the caveat of many kids with attention disorders, you know, and, and such that, may need additional assistance. Sure. But this is just sort of talking about general attention. Yeah. General and I think, focus. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you don't feel this way and I could be mistaken, but some of that's like misdiagnosed a lot because it's oh, like sure. some kids just, you, you're a kid, you don't have a lot of attention span. So like, you know, you don't right. need Ritalin well, the at five in, well, that's, years old. But that's know. some of the environment. That's what I'm talking. That's what we're going to talk gotcha. about is like, what, what can you do to at least maximize the situation so that they are ready to focus and ready to concentrate. Mm-hmm. So at least you have everything else set up right. and then you can sort of see what else is going on, mm-hmm. you know? So the first thing, remove distractions. So, you know, you will find out that, you know, kids, especially when they're younger, very easily distracted. I mean, you know, if you take a toddler on a walk and you're saying, you know, go this way. And then all of a sudden there's a really bright flower. Yeah. Guarantee you the child goes they're, the other direction. All over the place. And part of that is just, you know, it's learning the environment and enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very much in the moment. And so they, when they see something, it's like, whoa, whoa. And then, you know, shiny yeah. red object and, sure. it, and, and, and it changes their focus. Sure. So, this can be let's let's talk about like maybe if your child has like reading to do or homework or something like that. And they're maybe let's say they're in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing to do would be provide them. And this goes along with the distractions is some sort of designated area where there is not distractions. Mm-hmm. So there aren't electronics. There aren't noises. There aren't, you know, kids playing, you know, in the distance and they can see it. I mean, you have to think about. Anything that can be potentially distracting will be right. So that goes for us too. I mean, that's the thing was when you're at your computer and you have your phone, there's people walking by, Mm -hmm. there's noise in the environment. I mean, 
all of those things are distractions. Sure. You know, and people are like, well, I work better with headphones. Well, sure. Sometimes that is, is just because you've learned to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's maybe a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd maybe argue that one. Yeah, I could argue that Depends one. Depends what work you're doing. Yeah. If I'm, if I've, <laughs> you know, it's funny for me, going to work is distracting. Not so much that I don't like going to yeah, work, but like, but I, I'm, because I'm in my you position, do better manager, work at home. I, yeah. Well, I could get more done in a row. Like, you know, <laughs> I could just focus and sit down and not, like, I have people coming in and out of my office all day. It's horrible. And it's like, yeah. All right. You know, like, it's something that would take me, like, normally 10 minutes to do takes like an hour. Right. And you have 10 screens open. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like and then you get distracted. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. So the distractions, I mean, that's just a, that is a constant um, issue that happens when you're a kid as well as an adult. You know, we all experience that. I mm-hmm. have the same problem. I, and I, you know, look at shiny red objects all the time. Yeah. Something new comes in. You, Oh, I have a notification. Something yeah, new came in. Right. You know? Blinks and beeps and whistles. Yeah. I mean, noti- notifications are the worst. Yeah. Well, yeah. I turned that off on my phone funny yeah. enough, but uh, it's funny. That's too. why you don't get my text at, at all. <laughs> I have to actively check it. Otherwise, if, if I don't even like, I don't, I don't even know what my ringtone sounds. Like. I just thought you just don't look at it. No, I, 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 I don't, I don't even hear it. Got it. I have to actively go to because there's too many things on that phone that will distract me. Facebook messages, right? LinkedIn messages, Twitter. There's all this that's social media, then email and then text and then phone calls. And then I'm like, ugh, turn this off. So like you have text off as well. I have everything. See, I take off all of it. I have everything. There's no notification that's going to come through. You, I might see a light go on if it's within an uh, eye shot, but that's all it is. But even with the, the text, I don't see the light. I only, so I how check often it. do you check? I don't know when I feel like it. I don't even time myself. Like right now I'm not tech checking it, but like if I'm at home, it might be every 30 minutes. It might be every three or four hours. Okay. Now if I'm expecting people to text me or whatever, I'll check it pretty frequently. Or if I'm like during the day, it was a little more active, but at night, that's like, I usually put it down and just maybe I ironically get on a computer, but, um, <laughs> but, but, as, but that being said, I usually t- like, I don't take calls. Got I it. feel bad for anybody who's trying to call me in an emergency, but like, call the power department first, right. <laughs> and then, then notify me via text and I might get it, you know? Um, oh, but, but the people are like, you don't answer your phone. I'm like, yeah, I don't. That's no good for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just hope I don't have an emergency. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. That's what I'm getting worried about. But um, oh, back to the point. Sorry to distra- distract no, you, but it made me laugh because you were saying about distraction. Distraction. Oh, that's how meta. Um, I was thinking about the the kid in there. You know, the shiny new objects. I'm like, yeah. Can you imagine if you like you as Jason went to like Narnia, <laughs> you know, or or some Star Wars universe? That's what it would be like because the kid's brand new to everything. Right. So like the the entire world is like what is this what's this noise and i can't understand what's happening here why right. is that person so tall and so everything's brand new and then totally. let, yeah it's, it's i can't imagine what it's like for, for a little kid <laughs> yeah it's it's got it's overwhelming yeah, it must be sensory overload yeah uh, the next thing move your body or move their body so you know running them around get their energy out the movement stimulates the brain mm-hmm. um you know one of the things that they were talking about like at my kids school and my kids participated is a running club mm-hmm. and so in the mornings before school they don't just do it for the heck of it mm-hmm. they do it because they've had evidence that says that the kids concentrate more in school hmm. so they perform better they're less restless there's yeah. all kinds of stuff and so they're able to focus get all better. the fidget out yeah so they get the fidget out and so i mean even they're they're the school they have rocking chairs 
in a lot of the classrooms. Oh. And so the kids can actually move huh. while they're there because they have like they, they're fidgety. Yeah. They got a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's part of it also. So it allows the kids to do that. So, you know, getting kids to move in the mornings, you know, if let's say they're having difficulty in school, that might be a way to do it is do a little bit of exercise in the morning. Um, you know, just make it a part of it. And then, I mean, teachers know that that's why they have recess. Yeah. yeah. That's why they, then they have the lunch and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I mean, it, it's, it's well, you know, they want them to move around because mm-hmm. then they get those, they get that movement out. Yeah. Um, another one, make a list of tasks. So for a child, it's a lot easier. We did this with bed, bedtime routines and night, you know, or, uh, morning routines is it allows them to see what's going on and kind of, you know, see the task in front of them. So you write everything down. So let's say even if they're going to do their homework, it may have a list of what are the different steps that they need to do for their homework. Mm. Um, all of those kind of things. And, and depending on the age of the child, you know, that'll depend on how much you break it down. Um, but that's another thing too, is just writing things down mm-hmm. and having it so that that really works. You know, it, it, they're able to see it. Uh, if they're old enough to read it, they can read it. They can say it out loud. They can see what is in front of them and that will help keep them focused. Cause then they know what is next. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of related to that is keep the tasks small. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tackling one thing at a time. So let's give the example. Maybe you're teaching them. They're very young to clean their room. You might just start with like cleaning the bed mm-hmm. or making the bed. Uh, it, you know, Giving them too many things. Maybe just let's focus on cleaning the toy bin. Mm-hmm. Rather than we're going to do your your clothes, the toys, your bed, the dresser, you know, it's too much, especially if they're really small. And that yeah. translates even as they as people get older, even in the workplace, they say, like, you know, write your list of the three things that you need to get done and like yeah. just do one at a time, you know, or break it down into smaller increments. And that can keep you on task because mm-hmm. what can happen is you feel like stuff is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You have a tendency then to not do it. Mm-hmm. So. Focus. You want them to focus and concentrate, make the tasks smaller, easily, or I should say more digestible. That's a better word. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This doesn't make sense for tasks. That's the word that people use. <laughs> Bite size. Yeah. Um, make them fun size. Yeah. And I, and I mentioned this before about removing the distractions, but um, kind of like making a list as well, but it, it's just making it routine. Right. So it's a little bit more specific. It's, um, you know, kids welcome routines. So if they're going to brush their teeth after they put on their pajamas, have them do that every day. Mm-hmm. Don't switch the routine up and be like, hey, go, go brush your teeth and then get changed. Like right. it, 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 if they're used to something, just make that the routine and that will help them be focused sure. as well. Yeah. You know, because I think as when the kids, you know, a lot of this comes into play is when kids are like toddler age yeah. and stuff because people are trying to keep them focused on a task or, mm-hmm. hey, get ready for bed. Uh, that kind of thing is having that routine will help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, you know, they know what to expect. They know what comes next. Another one, take breaks. This is important for adults too, but um, every child's different, but you're going to want to watch and see kind of when they get squirmy mm-hmm. and fidgety. Um, and, you, and you'll be able to tell and every kid has a little different threshold. I recently learned that for adults, 25 minutes is the optimal amount of time 
to be in your flow as they called it. Okay. Uh, I was at a conference and focus. So 25 minutes, it's actually, it's called the uh, Pomodoro technique. Pomodoro. Yeah. I've heard of this. So yeah, I actually got the app on my phone. I was like, set it for 25 minutes. It's not that you can't be longer. No, but it's, it was, yeah. Like you said, there's concentrated. Yeah. And and like you said, that changes all. I mean, you get interrupted all the time if you're at work. So having a child, you can see if the child can last for that, you know, 25 minutes. It's a long time maybe, but if they can read or they're doing homework Mm -hmm. or they're doing something for for that 25 minutes you try to have them focus on that um you know and you can use a timer yeah and do that let, but let them take a break that was the idea sure so after the 25 minutes you take a five minute break then you go back a uh, healthy diet so kind of like moving is important the same thing goes uh, with uh you know a diet is so sugar caffeine these things might work Because, you know, caffeine, as an example, helps you focus. And Mm -hmm. adults use that, you know, as a focus technique. Um, It can work in short bursts. Mm -hmm. But especially, I mean, you shouldn't be giving the kids caffeine when they're young. Um, But it also will cause crashing. Mm -hmm. So the sugar does that. The caffeine does that. And then when you don't have it, you're screwed. You're Mm -hmm. out of luck. So, you know, avoid that, you know, especially the sugar. Um. To if you're going to want to provide them a healthy diet is because yeah. that sugar is going to be more difficult to for them to focus right. and for them to, you know, stay on task mm-hmm. um, and also make sure that they're eating all meals. Right. So, of course, they say that in school where, you know, the breakfast is really important. They will say it's the they've always said it's a, the most important meal of the day. I don't know. That's the case. Mm-hmm. I think they've said that because kids want to go. You want them to go to school. Every meal is important. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, right. every meal is important so that kids can have the energy and they have the fuel and, and such mm-hmm. to do that. So um, another one, understand how they best learn. So are they a visual learner? Are they auditory? Are they kinesthetic? So auditory would be sound. Kinesthetic is actually learned by doing. Mm-hmm. And I think you know teachers have a tendency to understand this much better, and that's why they'll you know they'll do different types of exercises for learning. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly the lecture is one, but and then in that case, the kids are learning it by hearing it. The other is they'll read it, learning. You know, it's like. It's a visual. And then the other is by doing. Right. You know, so if you're actually doing a project or doing a task, then you, you know, you'll learn it. And everybody learns better in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a tendency to learn. I'm, I think I'm better auditory mm-hmm. than I am vis- visual. Like oh, okay. I, I can hear something and learn better than if I read it. Gotcha. Okay. You know? Yeah. For me. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think my kids, I think a lot of kids are kinesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they like to they they can learn better by doing sure when you show them or you can do a combination of all of them you're showing them you're talking through it and yeah. then they have a chart or yeah. you know something yeah, you're yeah. sort of using all those senses yeah that's, I like the that's idea sometimes of the best combining way. them yeah exactly because then it, no matter what they receive they can do they can kind of make their inferences that they learn best yeah. from yeah yeah and then uh, the last thing which you know can help kids focus and concentrate is do breathing techniques or meditation. Mm -hmm. So this allows them to practice 
focusing on their breath or and or sitting still. So if you're doing meditation, like a guided meditation allows them to just sit still, they can listen, and it can be great fun for kids. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of the guided meditations for kids will have stories. It it uses like guided imagery and shows Mm -hmm. that. But what it does is it's building that muscle for focus. Yeah. It's building the muscle for concentration. And so they may not be able to do it right at that moment. And you're not saying, Hey, meditate right this second. And then you're going to focus, but you're building that muscle and that's what's important. And so if you do that on a regular basis, they gain an ability to sit still Mm -hmm. and focus and concentrate. And so that's something else. And so if, you know, if meditation is not the thing, then at least some breathing exercises for them, that they can begin to calm themselves mm-hmm. and do that. And so that helps as well. Right. So anything else? You, you no, that's of? great. I can, yeah. That's a we lot can of, use all these too. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking it's funny. You should say that. I was thinking about like how uh, it'd be good to, to train people, uh, adults, how to do that as well. You know, right. I think a lot of people get distracted and especially when you're in environments where you're just constantly bouncing back and forth and have all the stimulus and things going on with you know, electronics and the, the web and all, you know, yeah. you're constantly bombarded. You know, yeah, I, I find myself that it's funny. Like I mentioned earlier, I, when I work from home, I could probably get more done, but like sometimes I have to go to like a coffee shop mm-hmm. because I don't want to be distracted by my home stuff. Totally. You know, I'm just a, a TV and a computer and a cat yeah, I, I had difficulty working at home mm-hmm. and just whether it was noises outside, a doorbell, mm-hmm. children, we, we had a baby, mm-hmm. um, just all kinds of stuff. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's food there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. Just yeah, they're I feel all, like snacking. I want to make some tea. Yeah, I got to yeah, do there's this. All, there's all, there's like, all kinds of reasons yeah, to do that. Yeah. So gotta, that's, I mean, I ended up having to just force myself to get an office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense, and I see why. Like, I, yeah. like I, as much as I kind of don't want to go to an office every day, there's part of me that says, "Well, I'm kind of glad I do," <laughs> because then I get distracted at home too. So there's some weird happy medium that I need to figure yeah. out <laughs> for sure. Uh, if, if anybody has any uh, feedback or comments on this, uh, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at dadduniversity.com or hit us up on our social networks as uh, Dad University, pretty much everywhere: mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, look us up. The handles are generally Dad University or D-A-D-U-N-I-V. Um, also, please go to YouTube. There's a lot of great, besides the Dad University podcast, there's a lot of great videos that Jason's doing on there. And if nothing else and you're listening to us, please go to the place that you're listening to us on and subscribe to that network and leave a review or a thumbs up or five stars and, and make sure that you say that you saw us and heard us and you really like the show and everything that you do helps perpetuate it. So thanks for everybody listening. Awesome. Well, Alan, thank you. Thank you. As always, and we will see you next time. See you next time. Yeah.